Welcome to the Tech Today podcast powered by CEO Raider. It's your host, John Mayetta. Today we have a special episode. We had two guests on the program, both from SSNC Technologies, ticker symbol SS Nancy Charlie. And if you know this podcast, if you know our writings, you know we're big fans of SSNC Technologies. It's a company that plays in a space where I got my start in financial services. They're a leading financial technology player in investment operations, and they're building out their footprint in the front office as well, as we talked about in the earnings call most recently with the Q4 acquisition of Algorithmics. And joining the, the call, I had Scott Curland, who is the global head of product marketing for SSNC Singularity. If you recall, we had Scott on the program last year, and we also had Kyle Fields, and Kyle is the VP of SSNC Globop. Be sure to read the show notes. I've included a, a number of things. You can find Scott in Kyle's LinkedIn profile. I've included a URL to a white paper entitled Outsourcing in a Time of Crisis, and that was published this week by SSNC, so you'll have access to that. And then if you're interested in learning more about the company, I'd encourage you to check out Tech Today, our writings, as well as the podcast. As far as our publishings at Tech Today, look at the tags, the tags labeled SSNC, SSNC Technologies, SSNC, the ticker symbol, as well as I think we may have published an article or several articles that had the tag Singularity. SSNC Singularity, if you recall, is SSNC's modern architected investment operations platform that leverages proprietary technologies, including AI, machine learning, NLP, RPA, predictive analytics, and leverages these technologies to deliver a verticalized offering for asset managers, insurance companies around investment operations. SSNC has been around for 34 years, since 1986. So they have a ton of domain expertise in this vertical. And you combine that with the best technology platform in the space. And that, that marriage is pretty unique. So without further ado, here's my interview with Scott Curland and Kyle Fields of SSNC. All right. So thanks everyone for, for joining Today, I have two special guests, folks that I've, I've had the opportunity to spend some time with in the past from SSNC Technologies. We have Scott Curland, who is the global product head for SSNC Singularity. And we have Kyle Fields, who's the VP of SSNC Globop down in Evansville. And why don't I just kick it over to you guys? You could give you know, the audience a brief intro about yourselves and, and the respective business lines. Sure, John. This is Kyle. Really appreciate the opportunity to be on. And a and, um, little bit about myself. As you mentioned, Kyle Fields. I've been with SSNC for 10 years, CPA by training. Uh, spent some time at, at PricewaterhouseCoopers as well as a pharmaceutical company before joining SSNC. And most of my time at SSNC has been on the fund services side of our business, uh, specifically hedge funds and private equity funds. And, and over the last couple of years, I've transitioned to uh, really helping out uh, with Singularity and, and scaling up the product and, and excited to be here with you today. Scott? John, uh, thanks again for having us. Uh, so Scott Curlin, I'm a managing director and uh, global head of product marketing for uh, Singularity, which is SSNC's uh, next generation AI-powered investment operations and accounting system. Been with the firm a little over two years, uh, but spent most of my career, uh, 20 plus years prior to that, as a fintech entrepreneur, uh, focusing on uh, everything from order and execution, 
management technology, uh, global routing for the asset management community, uh, and then uh, more recently, um, a post-trade processing uh, with uh, some experience related to AI, um, specifically alpha generation technologies, predictive analytics, uh, machine learning, and so forth. Um, we've been applying that uh, over the last uh, couple of years here at SSMC with Singularity. Well, thanks for joining the call. I'm thrilled to have you guys. Uh, so maybe before we get into sort of the subject matter questions that I had, I'm just curious as to how um, you guys are dealing with COVID personally. I think Bill Stone on the earnings call a couple of weeks ago talked about how how the firm is dealing with working remotely. Uh, old hat for you guys. You, you do it exceptionally well. But maybe just personally, Scott, being in the greater Boston area and then Kyle in, in Evansville, Indiana, just kind of what you see on the ground uh, personally in terms of the, the reopening as it relates to COVID. Sure. Well, well, first off, I think, um, you know, being a native to the Boston area, uh, I can say that uh, with respect to, um, you know, continued operations and working through SSNC, uh, a lot of our applications, um, uh, development tools, um, and infrastructure uh, is web and mobile accessible. So we've had uh, really uh, no problem transitioning to a home office environment uh, with the, uh, the laptop and, uh, you know, uh, high-speed bandwidth uh, and phone service. So we've been doing a lot of collaboration through uh, Zoom and um, uh, Microsoft Project and a number of other tools, uh, probably similar to other folks in the, in the financial technology and uh, investment space. Um, I think that's been... Uh, Pretty seamless, and uh, we've been able to uh, to continue both operations and and uh, implementation opportunities. Um, I think a lot of people in in the, in the greater Boston area, at least in the financial space, in similar situations, um, and they're also exploring everything from virtual conferences to continuing education opportunities and webinars uh, where we can't meet in person. Uh, Kyle, what about you? Yeah, I think similar with regards to you know a lot of folks. Um, Transition very well with regards to SSNC and other companies, I think, too, um, going into remote status. Uh, in Evansville, Indiana, you know, we're in a little bit different situation uh, with regards to the case count and just the demographics of, of our office and, and you know, transportation and so forth. So we're in a, we're in a, a slightly different situation than, than most cities, and, and we, uh, we feel good about where we're at. We're going to look at this strategically and methodically as, as we look to uh, scale back people into the offices. And, um, you know, we've got key personnel in so far, and, and we'll look to bring, you know, various other folks in in a phased approach. Uh, we're looking at, you know, various teams where we're rotating each week and then also being very mindful of folks that may be higher uh, risk or have child needs and so forth. So we're, uh, we're continuing to monitor it every single day, but uh, in the interim, we're hitting client, you know, deliverables, and and we're doing what we need to do remote. So for for the for the benefit of the audience, a couple of weeks ago, I had the opportunity to to do a web demo with with Scott. He got me up to speed on on Singularity, and I was particularly interested with regard to some of the integrations from the recent algorithmics acquisition and, and the data sets that have been incorporated into into Singularity. And we were talking about how COVID is is presented some opportunities, whether it be new business opportunities with, with, with new clients or opportunities to perhaps do a bit of, of outsourcing work for existing clients. And we were going to drill down on, on that topic today. And, and so I guess sort of the, the first question I have is just sort of around the key operational challenges that you may have heard coming from clients back in, in March as people started to 
you know, migrate to a work from home environment and, and how SSNC offered expertise to maybe facilitate that effort on behalf of clients? Yeah, I, I think, John, is a great question. So I think the, the first thing is I'm not sure there's any specific patterns um, per se with regards to large or small clients. I think all clients, prospective clients, have certainly uh, been impacted and having to, to kind of do a self-evaluation of where we're at, where we're going, and, and where are the gaps and, and how do we fill them. And we love to be in a position to help fill those gaps. And I, and I do think that... Um, there is a pattern that we're seeing similar to, you know, the Bernie Madoff scandal, you know, various years back with regards to a shift of, hey, are we, are we really doing the right things internally? Can we look to an outside provider like an SS&C uh, to assist us as well as, you know, whether it be from a SaaS perspective? So I think a pattern that we're starting to see and will continue is maybe a, a hosted licensed client becomes a SaaS client. And if a SaaS client needs some additional services like a reconciliation assistance or regulatory assistance, we can add those in addition to, you know, providing software as a service. And then ultimately too, we're seeing, you know, a, a lot more interest in full outsourcing, you know, and I think that we'll, uh, we'll continue to see that uh, similar to the hedge fund space did with, with the Madoff scandal. And I think if I can add to that, um, uh, to, to Kyle's comments, I think if you look at the, you know, the um, financial services industry in general, you know, and the impact that uh, that uh, COVID-19 has had you know, since March, a couple of trends have emerged, right? You had uh, folks that were operating a lot of internal infrastructure, so on-premise uh, platforms and technology that maybe not um, were, were not quite mobile and web accessible. There's challenges associated with accessing those platforms from a business continuity perspective. Um, in addition to that, you've obviously seen extreme um, market volatility, uh, transaction volume spikes, a lot of uncertainty with respect to um, the trajectory of, of assets, both public uh, and private. So when you look at uh, whether it's listed securities, uh, mortgage-backed instruments with um, you know spread changes due to the treasury activities that are going on, uh, lending or funding transactions or having tighter um, margin requirements or collateral calls. So for investment managers, um, like a number of those that we that we service today, both through technology and uh, outsourcing, uh, you see that the complexity of their portfolio is then exacerbated by the fact that they have additional processing requirements uh, and challenges. Um, so um, we've seen that across the industry. And I think, um, as Kyle had mentioned, that's where opportunity to employ, let's call it um, belt and suspenders, uh, where you have the technology you need, you have your own in-house expertise, but then you can tap into uh, SSNC uh, staff, domain expertise, uh, global infrastructure, and so forth, where you need to in times of crisis. Um, more clients, I think, are, are um, open to and, and have an appetite to explore that further, given what they're going through right now. And it, what was sort of the, the initial outreach? How, how did clients reach out to you? Was there sort of a, a, a certain message that that you heard from multiple clients where they were feeling a, a particular pain point and, and any, any sort of theme to that end? Yeah, I, th I think with regards to uh, communication, I, I think there has been, you know, various clients and prospects reach out to us and <clears throat> look to us for possible solutions, uh, whether that be outsourcing or SaaS or some form of, of combination, co-sourcing is what we call it. Um, there's also just a lot of dialogue, John, with regards to our clients. 
and collaboration, you know, with existing client base, what's working, what's not working, and how can we add additional services or, or maybe stand up more people or more tech for them. So it's it's a little bit of, of both in reaching out to us, I was reaching out to them and uh, trying to, again, identify those gaps and quickly put a solution in place uh, to meet their needs. And, and just to add one more point to it, Kyle, some of those inbound inquiries, a lot of the theme around that has been access to information and transparency, right? So in a very volatile and certain market, you want to be able to make timely decisions, uh, smart decisions off of you know accurate information. So whether it's uh, more detailed reporting requests, uh, online access to their investment uh, data information or key processing activities, um, you know we've been we've been able to help in in a number of capacities there. And then you know I'm I'm just curious. One of the things I saw from frankly from you guys, I had a conversation with some folks on the other side uh, around PPP. So any new offerings that came out of this crisis that maybe, you know, did not exist several months ago? Scott, I think we, we touched on maybe the sort of the immediate response, the emergency help us now offering that we uh, chatted about briefly on our demo call a couple of weeks ago. Hey, Kyle, maybe you want to hit that one since it's been uh, more from uh, the servicing side. Yeah, in addition to the kind of emergency, hey, help us with regards to standing up some people or some tech. Uh, we we also, John, to your point, um, you know, SSC has a lot of great people and products, and, and we had an opportunity to assist our banks and the bank's clients uh, on the payroll protection program. So we were able to, to leverage um, some natural language processing to automate the review of, of the applications for, for those uh, loans. And, and so looking at ways to where, again, you know, we, we have existing uh, products and services, but also trying to evolve those products and services uh, for various clients, uh, both, you know, banks, insurance companies, asset managers, REITs, and so forth. Uh, are there any examples that you want to talk about? And I don't know that you want to give out client names per se, but maybe an example as to how you, you help an asset manager versus a, a REIT versus an insurance carrier you know, over these over these past few weeks. Sure. Yeah, yeah I, I think, you know, on the, the last, we'll call it, you know, six months, you know, some trying times for, for various clients. And, and one that comes to mind is a client that, that we signed. Uh, in Q4, and we're going through the implementation, and, and I think uh, a validation to our outsourcing team and services, uh, we were able to meet a, a very big milestone for them as of 331. So they, they signed uh, late December with a big mandate uh, as of Q3 or Q1, uh, March 31st, and we were able to, to pull off a, a purchase gap accounting solution for them. Again, outsourcing virtually all remote for the last six to eight weeks. And, and we were uh, able to hit that, that deliverable forum. And we continue to hit deliverables every day as we uh, you know, remain remote. Maybe just a couple of uh, two, two other quick examples, John, that I could share. Uh, one is uh, we have uh, some other um, singularity-based clients where, um, as you mentioned earlier, risk uh, and risk mitigation was sort of paramount. So we were able to rapidly in Q1 uh, integrate uh, the algorithmics product suite uh, with Singularity and extend that out uh, through the web and mobile application to allow uh, clients to effectively uh, model various risk scenarios, uh, run things like interest rate or index shocks or um, value at risk sensitivity analysis uh, against different types of scenarios um, off of their real-time investment book of record. Um, so that's been helpful um, as we try to sort of navigate the uncertainty and the volatility that's in the market today. 
Um, and then another uh, perhaps example is we rolled out uh, also in Q1 new functionality for mortgage REITs um, around uh, proactive collateral management and um, collateral margin management. It allows them to kind of view in real time uh, where they stand with their collateral against things like repo or reverse repo funding transactions to determine um, if they have to re-optimize their collateral, uh, if the banks may be calling some of that collateral in and they have to liquidate some of those asset-backed securities in order to maintain appropriate collateral inventory uh, and margin requirements. Um, and that's helped them navigate um, their investment portfolio with everything that's going on in, in the uh, real assets and uh, um, listed REIT space. Yeah, so I, I had a question for you guys, and we, we sort of touched on it, but I want to revisit it anyway, because I, I want to impress upon the, you know, the audience the importance of some of these elements. So when I think about SSNC, since it's founding in 1986, growing organically, growing through uh, you know, acquisitions, but has always remained focused around sort of core investment operations, extending now, of course, into the front office, but with a focus around portfolio accounting. So a long-winded way of saying deep vertical domain expertise, coupled with uh, what you're doing, for example, Scott, on, on the singularity side with uh, advanced technologies such as broadly defined artificial intelligence that are really the underpinnings for singularity. So you're, you're marrying advanced technologies with deep domain expertise, and I think it makes SSNC exceptionally well positioned to deliver on some of the challenges that folks are seeing today in their business around operational complexity, regulation, cybersecurity. So maybe, maybe you could just sort of touch on those things. I just want to impress upon people the, the importance of those elements. Yeah, I think, um, you know, if you, if you look at, you know, today's world, we operate in a real-time world. Right. So uh, traditionally, accounting was not a real time process. It's a batch based process that's done after uh, general portfolio investment activities, operational maintenance is done and so forth. And so really our objective uh, over the last few years uh, between both the outsourcing business, um, applying our domain expertise and, of course, uh, next generation technology has been trying to bring accounting into the real time space uh, like everything else that's done for the most part in the investment life cycle. So with Singularity, we've, we've attempted to do that, that across a very broad range of assets so that you can have a true, you know, accurate uh, and timely investment and accounting book of record uh, and really applying innovative technologies uh, in the AI space, whether that be machine learning for matching and reconciliation, uh, whether it be uh, intelligent process or robotic process automation to try to take it a step further and research and resolve breaks as soon as they're identified. Uh, predictive analytics um, related to um, analysis of financial reporting or anomaly detection. Uh, and then, uh, as Kyle alluded to earlier, natural language processing to get through some of the alternative products like bank loans and, and so forth that have um, non-standardized, uh, unstructured data or documents that need to be processed in a much more timely manner. To the extent that you can combine automation, uh, error checking, and real-time processing together, that allows you to arrive at um, as close to a, a, an accurate real-time accounting view of the world as possible on the investment portfolio. Once you have that, there's a lot of really interesting things you can do that around risk management, uh, performance management, and ultimately decision support at the investment, um, the portfolio investment you know, level. And then maybe, Kyle, you, you could talk about would be that could be interesting for the audience from an outsourcing standpoint what did SSNC do for clients to sort of ensure business continuity in this time of crisis that they wouldn't skip a beat 
Sure. Yeah. So, so I think, you know, we did a lot of things, but and we had a lot of boxes checked, you know, leading up to this pandemic and our uh, CTO, Anthony Kaifa and our IT department did an incredible job of, of really prepping us leading up to this and, and, you know, continuing to help us deliver for our clients on the outsourcing side. But uh, 99% of, of SSC is remote and uh, we continue to be remote uh, as we look to, to bring people back. And we've have, uh, you know, it, it, just because we're remote doesn't mean that we're not hitting deliverables. We're hitting deliverables. In addition to that, having technology, owning that technology and having cloud-based technology like Singularity gives a ton of, of transparency to our clients. Uh, again, whether they're SaaS clients or outsourcing clients, they can log in uh, wherever they're at, uh, when they want to log in, how they want to log in, and uh, various devices. So they got that remote access. We also, with regards to you know the, the flexibility for our clients, um, in addition to you know your standard uh, processing of of you know transactions, re- reconciliations, and reporting, we've we've given our clients that risk analytics, real time data access, and, and on demand reporting. So, allowing you know our clients to have access to the information that we provide you know internally. Uh, and run internally, yeah, I think is powerful for our clients. And having a global uh, footprint, I think also helps, right? We're, we stretch the grow, globe, we have a follow the sun uh, approach. And so allowing uh, clients uh, to be serviced from various locations uh, to hit various um, you know, needs and demands that they have. And you know, we, we also have seen an uptick and you know, hey, instead of monthly, can we, can we look at daily reporting? Uh, and the simple answer to that is yes. You know, we can we can move from a monthly reporting to a daily reporting because of all the volatilities and ebbs and flows in the market. Uh, they want to see things on a more real time basis. So giving that to them intraday or at the end of the day versus the end of the month, I think is certainly something that uh, we've been able to assist our clients with. And, and and lastly, what I would say is, and Scott mentioned it a little bit, is the risk analytics, right? The integration of algorithmics, um, that acquisition that occurred back in Q4 of last year uh, has been very powerful. And we're very excited about where we can uh, take that for our clients. And so now that we've had several months of, of history going through this COVID experience, just sort of wondering if, if there are you know, words of wisdom, any advice you'd give, whether it be a you know, brand new a- asset manager or somebody that's been around and has seen, not that we've seen anything that's looked like COVID in the past, but we've seen you know, 9-11 and things like this, just kind of words of advice to the client base and prospective clients. Well, certainly, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll start. I think you know, this has been, uh, for better or worse, an opportunity to really uh, uh, reflect on um, your business model as a client, right? Your operating model as a client. Where are your weaknesses? Uh, how is your business continuity plan come into play, uh, even if you weren't expecting to trigger it? And, um, you know, h- how do your costs line up with uh, the market volatility, the impact on your investment portfolio, the uncertainty uh, that you may be going through, and business in, uh, disruption or interruption? So, I mean, the, the words of advice would be, I think, um, use that opportunity to take a close look at your business operating model. And if there is an opportunity to partner uh, with a outsourcing provider, a co-sourcing provider, or even explore uh, the concept of outsourcing on demand, which is maybe you operate your platform on business as usual, uh, but you tap into uh, an outsourcing or co-sourcing partner in times of volatility or crisis or um, a new uh, acquisition you might make that requires additional hands-on expertise and capabilities and scalability. 
And you can kind of have your cake and eat it too. And I think with modern technology, like we're supplying with Singularity, uh, that ability to, to pivot or um, shift responsibilities or co-collaborate uh, through the same operating infrastructure is, is feasible, uh, where maybe it wasn't five or 10 years ago. Kyle, do you want to add some, some uh, color as well? Yeah, I, I think just to add a little bit to what Scott said, I, I think there's there's definitely a uh, self-evaluation, what's working, what's what's not working that, that everyone should be doing from a, a gap analysis perspective, looking at providers that can assist both from a SaaS, you know, as well as outsourcing, given the fact that you need that flexibility. And my guess is this isn't the last virus we're going to see or the last pandemic, unfortunately. So being able to, to kind of battle-proof um, the the systems, your your team, and so forth. And, and again, I think back to you know the the Bernie Madoff scandal in in 08, 09, uh, I do think that there's going to be a, a shift in outsourcing. Uh, you know, for, for the, an uptick with regards to um, you know what are we doing now that we can maybe leverage a provider that's been doing it for you know, in our case, since 1986, so, so 34 years and, and, and going, um, maybe with leveraging some additional domain experience and, and a technology provider that's that's uh, well positioned. And then maybe just to sort of wrap up, uh, and, and Scott, this may be more a question for you, but Kyle, feel, feel free to to, uh, to, cut, to comment. So what I think about SSC, I think about the deep domain expertise in cutting edge technology in the, in the marriage of the two, and, and that makes for a powerful combination. And so, you know, th there are a number of vendors that offer RPA solutions and they typically sell to multiple industry verticals. It's more of a horizontal offering, if you will. Similarly with, with OCR, predictive analytics, so on and so forth. But the, 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 the fact that SSNC has leveraged all of these advanced technologies into a focused offering around investment operations, to me, that, that verticalization, if you will, of those technologies makes it especially powerful. So maybe, Scott, if you just want to touch on from a, you know, sort of kind of a technology standpoint, uh, some of those elements and how they provide you uh, an ability to service the client at a, at a high level. Yeah, I think. Uh, th thanks, John. I think I think that you're you're spot on. It's the marriage of having the domain expertise to know where to apply the various innovative technologies, and then having the technology uh, infrastructure and ongoing investment uh, that we've been making and continue to make in products like Singularity to actually then put them to use um, and see the benefits. So the benefits being uh, realized uh, cost efficiencies in terms of time. Uh, so processing time in terms of accuracy and transparency, uh, real-time information and data access, uh, and then just in terms of um, people, you know, just automation allows for more exceptions-based management uh, and uh, allows uh, the, the middle office or back office staff to focus on more high value added functions uh, as it may relate to analytical reporting uh, or investment decision-making. So, you know, we, we took the tact of saying, you know, how can we take a lot of these AI-driven technologies and embed them right from the get-go into an, a modern technology stack with Singularity so they weren't bolt-ons, um, and then uh, develop really a blueprint to say, let's look at each of the key areas in the middle and back office investment lifecycle when it comes to operations and accounting and figure out which of these technologies can be applied in certain areas for the most bang for the buck. So, I think as I alluded to before, uh, machine learning, um, really good at um, identifying um, patterns 
So things like matching and reconciliation tolerances and learning that dynamically and adapting it as opposed to it being a hard-coded rule. Uh, RPA, as you mentioned, there's a lot of tools using RPA um, or providers using RPA in different capacities. We're really looking at it to, in terms of automating things like uh, posting of accounting en entries in real time to the uh, investment general ledger uh, or for remediating uh, and researching breaks um, in, uh, in um, matching and reconciliation processes. Natural language processing, anything document related, so the combination of OCR and NLP for different types of alternative product events, uh, as well as everything from OTC transaction confirms. There's a lot of different applications there. And then the predictive analytics side is um, really looking at uh, where can you streamline everything from manual data entry? So what have I done in the past? What am I holding? And just like you, when you start typing a, a search in, uh, in Google and it, it finishes your sentence for you, the same idea with predictive entry and predictive analytics. Um, and then also being able to use, uh, I say, the combination of machine learning and predictive analytics. One of the things we're most excited about is using that to project forward risk or forward-looking risk scenarios and then being able to determine how would your portfolio fare if this event happens a week, a month in the future, and by the way, we think based on these variables that there's an 85% probability this type of event will happen, right? So giving that guidance and foresight to uh, from the middle office all the way up to the front office, I think is going to be an extremely powerful uh, thing to come. So we're, we're quite excited about all of those things. And they make our ability to do our job as an outsourcing provider or a co-sourcing provider uh, more efficient and for clients that uh, license the technology on a SaaS basis, uh, they can make their own internal staff more efficient as well. Kyle, anything from your end? You know, I, I think the only thing I would add would be the fact that we continue to look at ways uh, to automate, right? Where, where are the inefficiencies in the process and how can we put technology in, in the place of maybe manual um, inputting, reviewing, or, or processing, or all of the above. So just doing things smarter and, and looking at ways to, to leverage artificial intelligence as much as possible. That's great stuff. Scott, Kyle, thanks very much for joining the Tech Today podcast. I appreciate it. Thank you, John. Really appreciate it as always. Thank you, John.